Well, good morning, everyone. It's great to be here uh, again, two days after we were here last time. And it's really lovely to come and uh, praise God, whether we're on Zoom or whether we're here in the, in the church. Uh, it's great to see so many faces here in church. And I can't see anyone on Zoom, but a very warm welcome to you. Um, I did notice when I was in the other room, however, mum and dad are actually on Zoom. So hi, mum. Um, and they're in France and I'm sure there's people from all over the country and and other areas as well so a warm welcome to you wherever you are uh, here let's just open in prayer before I hand over to Steve to lead us in some worship Heavenly Father it's so good to come into your presence We just offer up our praise and our worship to you this morning, that you would be glorified in all that we do. Be blessed by our praise and come and embody our praise with your Holy Spirit. Move amongst us here in the building or whether we're on Zoom. Just come and presence yourself with us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, good morning, everybody, and uh, let's just worship our God this morning as we sing, Strength Will Rise As We Wait Upon the Lord. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord our God. You reign forever. Our hope, our strong You do not faint and you won't 
Savior, you are the rock on which I stand. You are my God, you are my Savior, eternal one, the great
with trumpet sound. Oh, may I then in him be found, dressed in his righteousness alone. Faultless I stand before the throne. Christ alone. Jesus, we thank you that you are with us through everything that we go through, through the ups and downs, through the thick and thin. You are always there. Praise your name. Amen. So we're now going to uh, move into an open time of prayer. Um, and if you're at home on, on, on Zoom and you'd like to pray, please unmute yourself and, and pray and then mute yourself again. If you're here in, in church, Martin will be round with a, with a microphone. Um, just indicate to him, raise your hand, and he'll, he'll be with you. You don't need to take your mask off to pray. Um, the microphone will still pick you up. So just as the Spirit leads, whether it's praying for things that have gone on this year, whether it's looking forwards to uh, the, the year to come, or praying for the fellowship here, praying for the needs of... Uh, our, our friends in the fellowship. I think of Ian Norman. Uh, be good to, to lift him up in prayer. And anyone else that, that springs to mind in the fellowship, let's just intercede on their behalf. Let's pray. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing things well. The Lord is the everlasting God. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power to the weak. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future, says the Lord. Father, we thank you for Christ being Christ alone. He is the only cornerstone, the only one that we ever need. 
And Father, we thank you that throughout all our trials and tribulations, you are there for us. And Father, we, we just thank you and praise you because you are such a wonderful God. And, and you've given us so much. And Father, we just pray that you would help us to give back to you something of, of that which you've already given to us. Father, oh Father, we just thank you for Jesus. We thank you for yourself. We just thank you. We, we're just so full of praise for you. Thank you, Lord. Um, Lord Jesus, thank you that you know I'm sitting here remembering that just a week ago, Dave had yet another of his falls and it was discovered that he has a dicky heart. But Lord Jesus, I thank you that Dave and I are sitting here in the church building this morning. And so like Mary, we go on giving you all the praise and all the glory. We thank you that for me, we've just celebrated the most wonderful birthday of all, your birthday, Lord Jesus, oh. and that you came to be our savior, our Lord. You came, Lord, you left the glory of heaven. You left your heavenly home and you came to earth. You were in that stable or whatever it was, and they laid you in a manger. Lord Jesus, you left the glories of your heavenly home and you came. You came for us to be our Lord, our savior, our everything good. Oh, alleluia, what a savior. Amen. Amen. Father, we just want to thank you that you are the God of everything, that nothing is um, out of your control. And Father, I just lift to you this morning, Ian. And Father, you know how he's had so much trouble with his eyes over the years. And he's been such a gallant man and such a good follower of you. But Father, we, we just think of all those people that when Jesus was down here, he, he would reach out, touch, his, touch people and heal their sight, heal them of every every sort of thing. And Father, I just pray that you would touch Ian. And Father, that his sight will be not blurred. In fact, Father, that you would give back his sight. Lord, Lord, we thank you for him. And we thank you, Jesus, for what you can do. We know that you can do it. And we just ask now that you will. You, by, by your grace and in your mercy, Father, just touch Ian this morning. Amen. Amen. When we woke up this morning, it was so gloomy. And yet, when I looked out of the doors here in church a few minutes ago, there was blue sky and the sun was shining. And Father, thank you that Jesus is the light of the world. And Lord, our world seems very dark at times at the moment. But we thank you that Jesus is the cornerstone, that he is the light of the world. And Father, I just want to pray this morning for Paul Greenwood's son-in-law, Lord, we, we, we don't know what's happening, but Father, we just lift him to you. We don't know if he knows you, but bless him, Lord. Just lift him, put your healing hands around him. We pray for the doctors and nurses who are looking after him, and for Paul and Debs and their family. So, Lord, we just thank you for all your blessings. In Jesus' name, amen.
Yes, Lord, I thank you for looking out for my son-in-law. He's currently undergoing surgery at St George's Hospital. We're not too sure at this stage what level of amputation he's going to have. And they will assess that as they go. But I just trust in you, Lord, to give the surgeons and the medical staff the skills and the expertise to be able to manage that situation. And I bring you my Sarah, Phoebe and Junior at this difficult time for them all. I trust in you, Lord. Amen. Father, we, uh, we thank you that you were with us through the last year. You will be with us through the year to come. We lift up all of those others that we've named in our, on our hearts that we may not have spoken out loud, and we commend each and every one of them to you and to your family, to our family here, our brothers and sisters in Christ. I just pray that you will bless us all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, um, just checking my running order. Um, I haven't been able to do a video for this week, unfortunately. So, um, I just thought I'd have a chat to you about a few things. Tony um, is going to be speaking to us about God's love and protection a little bit later. And I was thinking about this, and we'll be reading psalm 91 in a moment and i was thinking about god's protection because life's full of ups and downs isn't it? it it's not all plain sailing and and sometimes when we're in a down we we feel like we're falling and if we hit the bottom we're going to break so i thought i wondered how i could demonstrate that so i bought some eggs <laughs> steve's moving out the way <laughs> And I thought what I could do is I've got a gravy box as well. Now, this has worked at home, so I'm hoping it's going to work here. And I thought what I'd do is I'd put the egg in the box of gravy and then put the lid on. Now, I am going to sellotape the lid on because I don't want to get egg everywhere. Um, you might notice there's also a plastic bag in there <laughs> so it doesn't leak. Uh, so we'll just sellotape the lid on like that. Sorry, the booming on the mic. Um, there we go. And then what do you think is going to happen to the egg if I drop this? Well, it's likely to break. And sometimes that's how we might feel when we're falling. If we hit the bottom... We're going to break. So, I didn't... That's better. <laughs> um, and if I get that out now, we will see that the egg is broken. And, and we can feel like that sometimes, can't we? We can feel like everything's getting on top of us. We're falling and we don't know how we're going to get out of that. But what the Bible says is that 
Yeah. Just move some of these things around. Put that in there. Is that God, and we sung about it earlier, didn't we, Steve? God is always there to protect us. He's always with us. He's always our shield. He's always our uh, comforter. So I've got another egg, and I've got another gravy pot. But this time, what I'm going to do is, before I put the egg in the box, I'm going to pack the box with cotton wool. Then I'll put the egg in the box. And I want to get it in the middle. I can't get it out now. So we put the egg in the box. We'll pack the cotton wool all around it. Like that, nice and firm. And then when we put the lid on and we throw this one at the floor, what we'll find is, it says bravely, <laughs> is that if we can get all the cotton wool out, that the egg is still protected. And this is what God is saying to us. The Bible never promises us that life is going to be smooth. It never promises us that we're not going to have difficult times, that we're not going to sometimes face challenges. But what it does promise us is that Jesus is always with us, that Jesus is always standing by our side. He's always there to protect us and to help us and to comfort us and to build us up again. Just like the cotton wool protected the egg when it was falling, Jesus is there to protect us and lift us up again. So, um, yeah, I'm glad it all worked. I hope you <laughs> enjoyed that. And Tony will be expanding on that a little bit later. But before he does, I think we've got the reading now because my order of service has fallen over, and it's upside down. Um, and the reading is Psalm 91, and it's the whole of the psalm, and it goes like this. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that this destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you make the most high your dwelling, 
even the Lord, who is my refuge. Then no harm will befall you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in, in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. You will trample on the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves the Lord, because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honour him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. So Tony is uh, now going to come and speak to us. Um, so let's just pray for Tony before he, he comes. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the word that you've put on Tony's heart today. I thank you that it comes with the power of your spirit and that you will speak to each and every one of us through this word today. I just ask you to bless Tony as he, he comes to share with us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, good morning. Uh, it's good to uh, be in God's presence. So thank you for leading Steve and uh, Mark into God's presence. So Psalm 91, um, I've entitled it, um, God is my protection and my deliverer. And uh, I, I went on to Google, as you do, and uh, images to try and find a picture that would sum up Psalm 91. And uh, I found this one. And uh, I think if you remember nothing about today, remember this picture, because I think it just sums up the whole of Psalm 91 and sums up what God um, thinks of us and how he cares for us. So it's, uh, it reminds me, and I'm sure it will remind you, that underneath are the everlasting arms, and he covers us with his wings. Now in the sermon at the end of the year, uh, and if I'm doing it, then I normally look back over the last year and uh, give hope and uh, a focus for the next year. So focus for 2021. And maybe this year uh, it's easier uh, the normal years, because I'm sure for all of us, it hasn't been the year that we've been expecting or envisaged at the start of the year. Now, in uh, looking at different things, I read a comment uh, from someone who wrote about uh, 19, uh, 2020. And uh, the comment said that we should apologize to 2019 for all the bad things we said about it as we entered 2020. Now, I think, I think we could all say that about any year, depending on how good or how bad the previous year had been. But as a Christian, uh, as we uh, look back over 2020 uh, and God's protection over us, I felt that Psalm 91 summed it up very nicely. Because it's full of hope and it's full of confidence, not in man, 
but a confidence in God that is unfailing. And if we add to Psalm 91, uh, Steve uh, very nicely, and uh, I'm sure under the direction of the Spirit, taught us a new song uh, by Graham Kendrick and Ben Trigg uh, called Holy Overshadowing. And it was written by them in 2013 and uh, appeared on uh, a Graham Kendrick's album in 2017. A song that I felt summed up Psalm 91 and God's protection over all of us. Now, not all that happened in 2020 was bad. Uh, there's been some really good things that have come out of uh, 2020 uh, that has happened. And just to share one or two of them with you, um, pollution dropped dramatically during the first lockdown. So that's a good thing. Uh, NHS charities benefited from Captain Tom Moore and uh, lots of other charities uh, benefited from people uh, doing different sponsored things. So there were a lot of charities that uh, had some good. Uh, an army of volunteers around the country were assembled to help and support the communities in which they live. Uh, COVID-19 vaccine produced and approved in record time. Uh, pace of life slowed down during lockdown because there was nothing really much to do uh, unless you went out for a walk. And uh, because you went out for a walk, wasn't it amazing the weather we had during that first lockdown? Because 2020 started as uh, it looks like it's going to end with flooding all over the place. And then the lockdown came and the sun came out. So God knew we needed a bit of sunshine to go out on our daily walk. And people around the world were turning to Jesus Christ because he is the only hope. And that's just to name a few things that uh, uh, went on in 2020. And we give thanks to God for these signs of his grace, that even in the midst of darkness, he is sovereign and is always and forever the Lord of creation. And these signs of grace uh, in a difficult year are also a reminder that when Satan does his worst, God is at work in power. At the cross, when Satan had done his worst in causing human beings to crucify the Son of God, God's power was manifest. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is victory over sin and death and all sickness and decay. When Jesus returns, all death, all sin, all viruses will be brought to an end in a new heaven and a new earth. So we need to read Psalm 91 with the final victory in mind. While the cross and resurrection mark a turning point in history, we continue to live with sickness and decay and death until the whole of creation is renewed. Now notice that the psalmist uh, in 91 are for, uh, uh, well, he says in verse 15, I will be with him in trouble. The psalm is not a promise that as Christians we will be shielded 
from all suffering, but the psalm promises God's protection and help in, the, in and through suffering. But the promises of Psalm 91 are real for Christians in this life and for eternity. There is nothing in all creation that can separate us from God's love, a love that will keep us safe for eternity. And Romans 8 verses 38 and 39 says this, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Isn't that amazing? Absolutely amazing. Now, Psalm 91, because that's what we're going to look at, and uh, not the whole of Psalm 91, um, just a few verses at the beginning and a few verses at the end, because there is just so much in 91. It, it's probably one of those psalms that needs a whole sermon series um, to go through it. So just a, a few. And if you look at uh, Psalm 91, it's without a title. And uh, we have no way of knowing the name of the writer, because it's not recorded. But some commentaries, because I looked it up, uh, uh, consider that when the author's name is not mentioned, we may assign the psalm to the last named writer. So if that's the case, uh, then this psalm um, follows one mentioned by Moses, the man of God. And many of the phrases used here in Psalm 91 are similar to those that Moses used in Deuteronomy. And this would sort of point us towards Moses being the composer of this psalm. However, the psalm shares some of the themes and phrases of Psalm 27 and Psalm 31, of which the author was David. So we have Moses on one side and we have David on the other. But it, see, really, it doesn't matter who the author is because God is the author. God is the author. And I'm sure we're grateful to him for whoever penned these words all that time ago that these words are the same yesterday, today, and forever. So what has the psalm got to say to us uh, today as we enter a new year of service to God as individuals and as different fellowships who are here with us this morning. Well, Psalm 91 verses 1 to 2 says this, whoever dwells in the shadow and the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Some amazing words. And Moses used similar words when blessing the tribes in Deuteronomy. In the blessing to Asher, he said in Deuteronomy 33, verse 7, the eternal God is your refuge and underneath are the everlasting arms. And then in verse 39 of Deuteronomy 33, he said, blessed are you, Israel, who is like you? A people saved by the Lord. He is your shield and helper, 
and your glorious sword. So as we look back over 2020 and the circumstances that we found ourselves in during a pandemic, a lockdown or several lockdowns, church closures, work and shop closures, and many other different circumstances, it's good to know that the psalmist is reminding us that we have a God who loves us and cares for us. And as Christians, we dwell in the shelter of the Most High. We are in the presence of God, God who is always surrounding us. In his presence, there is protection and deliverance. And knowing this should enable us to be at peace, whatever the circumstances we find ourselves in. When we unreservedly put our trust in God instead of the world and all its support systems, no matter how good they are, we can find help and a lasting solution to our problems are always at hand through our God who loves us and cares for us. And if we allow God to guide us, he will guide us from fear to a hope that is steadfast and sure and guides us from doubt to faith and to courage. We need to be close and in tune with our creator God. Just like the swan picture is by doing this, we can come before him and lay our burdens down and know that he will respond to us even when our circumstances are at their darkest. And it's good to know that we not only rest in the shadow of the Almighty, but also underneath are the everlasting arms to catch us when we fall. The next two verses in Psalm 91 says, Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and your rampart. So for those of us who live under the cover of God, assure of his protection, when faced with all the enemy's schemes to try and trap us and cause us to fall. And we know we will all face trials and temptations. When we do, it's good to know that we have an assurance that we will not face them alone, that God will stand with us so that we will not face it alone. I looked up the dictionary definition of pestilence because it's not a word that is often used uh, nowadays. And uh, it says that uh, definition is any epidemic outbreak of a deadly and highly infectious disease, such as a plague. And uh, I guess now we can add coronavirus to that list, not only as an epidemic, but under a world pandemic. And because it had mentioned the plague, I looked it up and it's uh, estimated that over 100,000 people died from the plague in England alone. Coronavirus, by the time it is under control, might exceed this figure in the UK. And with that sort of figure in the UK, how many worldwide? Well, the uh, scientists believe that by the time this is under control, the death toll will exceed 3 million 
worldwide. So a huge number. But the psalmist says in verse 2 and 3 that our God, in whom we trust, will save us from deadly pestilence. God will bring deliverance from this current crisis, not only through a vaccine, but through his care for us as his children. And if the number of deaths worldwide from coronavirus are really bad, then they're only a very small compared with those who will suffer an eternal death through the pestilence of sin. And when sin entered the world, it was subjected to periods of plagues, natural disasters, wars, famines, and pandemics. And we can read about them throughout the Bible and throughout history. But these are also signs of the end of the age as we await the coming again of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Jesus spoke to his disciples on the Mount of Olives about the signs of the age. And Luke records this in Luke 21, verse 11. There will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilences in various places, and fearful events and great signs from heaven. So what is happening around the world are signs that we are in the last days, and we need to be prepared for our Saviour's return. None of us know when that day will come, but every day we get a day closer to it. God has delivered us from sin through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. In order to receive his deliverance and his protection, we must put our faith and our trust in him and in him alone. So as we enter 2021, we don't know what it will bring for us as individuals, us as fellowships that we belong to, our nation or the world. But one thing we can be assured of is God's love and protection and deliverance from any situation. So what about 2021? Well, let us take into the new year a promise and a blessing from God. And it's found at the end of Psalm 91. And I've slightly changed the words that will appear on the screen to make it personal for each one of us. So Psalm 91, verses 14 to 16. And take it as this is God's promise over you personally. Because you love me, says the Lord, I will rescue you. I will protect you. For you acknowledge my name. You will call on me and I will answer you. I will be with you in trouble. I will deliver you and honor you. With long life, I will satisfy you and show you my salvation. What an amazing promise from our amazing God. And how good would it be if that same promise was over our families and our friends that don't know Jesus? So 2021 is another opportunity to share the good news of Jesus Christ with all those in our families, our friends, 
and those that we come into contact with so that they can have God's promise over them of his love, his care, and his protection. So we'll have plenty of opportunities in 2021 as long as our Saviour doesn't come back. But let's take them and let's win people for Jesus Christ so that they can be blessed. May God bless you all and your families as we enter 2021. Thank you, Tony. That's an amazing promise, isn't it? That uh, God is always there to protect us. And we're going to close our service today. Um, and Steve's going to lead us in the song that Tony mentioned, Holy Overshadowing. Um, I'd just like to say that at the end of the service, as normal, if you're on Zoom and you'd like prayer, you can... Uh, text Nigel the, the the number will come up at the end of the the service so please do that and if you're here we'll sort something out um, but let's now just close in this final song Spread your wings of mercy over me And guard my heart with true humility No shadow of the darkness pressing in Only the holy overshadowing Underneath your wings Overshadowing No refuge will I seek But God alone No hiding place Save only at your throne Only the cross The blood to wash my sin Only the holy overshadowing underneath your wings overshadowing you are my shield and my glory you are the lifter of my head and storms may rage around me I'll be safe within beneath the holy overshadowing no burden on my back too hard to bear Travels past my heart will sing. Praise for the holy overshadowing.
that you will keep us safe beneath your wings. Whatever the world may throw at us, you will keep us safe because we put our trust in you. So I just pray as we go from this place that you will help us continue to put our trust in you and that you continue to, to keep us safe in all that we do and that we might make your name known and make you glorified in everything that we do. In Jesus' name, amen.